From the remnants of Janus City comes a broadcast that will shake the Empire to its core. Rogue One Radio will discuss all things Star Wars and all things in the nerd culture in and out of the galaxy far, far away. Hey everybody, we're back. Hey. Rogue One Radio. This is episode 85. Ooh, we're getting closer to the 100 mark. Yeah, Ooh. yes we are. And uh, DJ will not be with us tonight, but we have Nicole and we have a couple of other special guests. We Thank have you. got the guys from... You want to introduce them? After the weekend. Oh, I right. think their name simply says uh, it all. T and R two are with us tonight. Hello, Welcome hello to the show, guys. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank yeah, you for yeah, having us. Truly excited. I'm the only yeah. one repping the channel logo. I don't know what this guy's got. It's on. okay. I'm repping 1980s <laughs> here, so we're all good. <laughs> I got I got hockey on. <gasps> hey, that's that's uh. That that works. Who's the team is? Who's what, the team? Yeah, what game? Uh, are I'm you not watching? a team uh, in the playoffs. Oh so. uh, yeah. But I I, used I, to I, I didn't know they were still a team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all I gotta say is they definitely should be called the Heartbreakers and not the Sharks these days because that's all they've done. <laughs> Which being a fan so I said this is uh, episode 85. Today we're going to be talking about the films of John Hughes. And uh, so we've got a few other things. We've got um, that and then we've got uh, a little bit of news. I didn't I didn't pull up too much. It's been a weird week. And mm-hmm. um, then, of course, I, I was able to uh, round up a couple of tunes for you folks tonight. So that'll be fun stuff awesome. and um before we jump into everything let's uh let's check out the chat room see y'all who all is here we have phil tmnt hey welcome phil to the chat. Thanks for coming. we got dax welcome hey dax rogue disney uh hey, that guy's trouble yeah, yeah. well he met uh uh Gina Carano the other day Two thumbs up. That's so cool. He did. Yeah. Sorry, Steve. I'm just all excited about the chat. Go ahead. Continue on. From used and abused is here. Scott, aka Lunar Girl. Hey, Kelly. And her other half, Dragon Buddy, is with us. How's it going, baby? And who else do we have? Brandon is with us. Hey, Brandon. And then uh, Brian, Brian Finnessy is with us. So uh, everybody welcome. And yeah. General Shinobi has made her entrance. That's another trouble. I got to ask, what's, okay. what, is, what is the reference to the blue spatula from DB? Oh, um. Do I want to know what, what goes on with yeah. him and Kelly? Yeah, yes, I will I can I will clarify this. So <laughs> I also have nicknamed him um the Swedish chef. So bork bork. So instead of having a uh 
blue wrench. He's got a blue spatula. So he is also our other mod. Blue waffle Chantel. I that does not no, I mean, does, no, is it blue because no, it's got does it is it blue no, because it's got waffle no, or, or blueberries in it? No, buddy, don't, look it up. Don't Google that. Do not Google that. We are talking about John Hughes. <laughs> Not. Okay, but you, not. you know, I'm not gonna lie. You throw a you, you throw a chef hat on DB, and you could definitely and cosplay. <laughs> I can see that this is going to be quite the uh, troublemaking episode tonight. And Gigi's not here. This is gonna be awesome. Burning down. I mean, this, is, I mean, this is on top of our <laughs> rabbits and squirrels. <laughs> All right. Uh, We're being told not to look up blue waffle. So I guess we should I'm not, do that. I'm not going there. No. Oh, God. No, I'm kidding. I didn't look it up. <laughs> no. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see what everybody's been up to. Let's start with our guest. Uh, R2, what have you been up to this week? Uh Mainly work. Um, this weekend, though, we had fun. Uh, speaking of uh, our buddy in the chat, Tom. Yeah, he was at Megacon in Orlando, and uh, JT and I actually kind of helped him uh, with streaming, and uh, he did a kind of a community Special event. Job. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he spent, uh, you know, he spent money for, uh, for Wi-Fi there so everybody could see the con so uh you know he's a good guy uh for doing that but um yeah the there was, a, there was a... he went friday saturday and sunday yeah like, and not live stream but live stream he was only live stream saturday but he went on friday and saturday saturday and sunday at that, that con and he really put out a lot of good content on his um, now tom is rogue disney correct yes yes Oh my God! Yes, I'm following him. Yes, all weekend I was yeah. seeing all the cool yeah, fun. He's, he's, he's got a great channel, but yeah, he, he did that. And we got to help out with that. So, uh, you know, if anybody who was there watching uh, that stream, you know, it was kind of kind of a nice way to at least somewhat experience that. Um, <laughs> it, it looked like, uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. The wife has one. Um, you know, just not being able to go to something big like that right now for a lot of us is tough. And right. uh, just appreciate him doing that. So yeah, we, we did that this weekend. That was a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, you know, not, not too much else. It's only Tuesday today. Today was hectic with work. I don't know about everybody else, but, uh, I was really looking forward to this once work was done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, same here. I, I worked during the day. Um, uh, but we had a great time over the weekend with, uh, rogue and, uh, helping him out and then he didn't mention it Archie didn't mention it but we had a welcome back stream a couple we a couple days ago when he was on vacation he came back so we we did a nice whole welcome back for him we had Matt Vader on we had a few uh Rogue Disney was one of our guests uh, so that was fun a lot of people showed up that was uh, in the chat so thanks again and I think uh well, yeah we're gonna get ready to do Top Gun um, on Monday so yeah, our uh, our our third uh, co-host is is taking a break herself, Maria. I know mm -hmm. she wishes she could have uh, been here for this, but uh, yeah, her her pick is next Monday, and it's Top Gun. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, just in time fun. for the movie. 
Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we, we got something planned for the new one too. So yeah. Awesome. Looking forward to mm -hmm. it. Thanks. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, one of my right. favorite 80 movies. <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs> so well, Nicole, what have you been wait. up to this week? Well, my daughter, if you guys can believe it, celebrated her sweet 16. If you can believe it. Mm. Um been kind of busy, Hitting. just birthday stuff and just more birthday stuff for other family members and friends and just kind of the same old, same old, you know, Oh, well, this is us. And tonight is its finale. I'm probably going to cry. It's series finale. And this season has been so good for those who are, this is us fans. Amazing. Amazing. Just give them Emmys now because they've earned them so much. The writing has been top notch this season beginning to end last season. I almost gave up. I was like, you know what? I came here for an escape, not for, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then this season they're just, Killing it every yeah, Yeti's on there. There was Yeti's yeah, on there. Yeti, Yeti, wait, Yeti. Wait, 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 what what show is this? <laughs> this is us. It's 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 on oh uh, yeah, the wife watches it. Okay. Oh my god. Tell, oh yes, what? it's part two. I know, girl. It's get the tissues I, out. Last I week it's I know what it's about, but I've never watched it. It's so good. And this season has been my favorite season. It's kind of like Rebels, where Star Wars Rebels, that final season, was every episode top-notch. This season is top-notch. And I'm so glad I did not give up. Because I every week I come back and go, oh, my God, I watched This Is Us, and it was so good. Um, I did go to the movie theater. Yay. Went and saw Downington Abbey, The New Era, because I absolutely love it. Um, I loved nice. periods. I mean, hello, 80s, 70s. 1930s let's go um so it was a really good time and i scored a really good thrift over the weekend and i'm so excited i am going to reach out to reaper girl to see if she wants to do a show on this harry fisher's postcards i was so excited i've been looking for this one uh when you are a single parent sometimes you have or even any person you know you got a budget and i've been looking for this one and it's been on my wish list and when i found it at a thrift store over the weekend i had to get it had to get it because you know it's Carrie Fisher, and then it was made into a movie. So I'm really, really excited to finally be able to read it. I uh, I remember being like five, six years old, my seeing my mom read that book. Um, yeah. If that that dates me at all. That and uh, I'm not gonna lie, Nicole. I thought you were 16, so I'm kind of. Well, we're just gonna go with that one right. Well, <laughs> hey, Steve, how's things going on your end? <laughs> oh man, they are they are hectic. I'm surprised I was even able to get the show together today. Um, so if those of you that are regulars to the show know that I am in the middle of a relocation. Uh, okay, mm -hmm. so it's been a couple of weeks since we did a show because we were out last week. Yep. Um, the house is sold. Woo -woo. Um, so. Um, I am we me and uh, Joey. Uh, or or blue as he likes to be called. Um, spent a week in a hotel, and right now we are living with my mom uh, until he uh, they turn uh, eighteen, which is in a couple of weeks, uh, and then I can uh, let him fly. Um, Mandy and uh, my other kids and uh, the two grandkids are already in Michigan. They left a couple of weeks ago, um, like right before we sold the house. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a it's been a really 
kind of a relocation chaos for the last couple of weeks. Sounds like uh, it. Trying to get everything moved around. And it's like, like with all the packing, I kept, I like lost stuff or misplaced stuff. So like yeah. I couldn't find the mouse for my Mac. And I discovered that this morning. I was like, oh my gosh. And yeah. so I couldn't, I couldn't get logged into my Mac because I was like, well, I've got another mouse here I can use, but I can't log into it without the mouse. So I ended up like on my lunch break, I ran to a store and got a, uh, a wired mouse and got the Mac up and running. And then, uh, and then just a few minutes before we went live, realized that I do have my mic. But yes! as you can see, it is not connected because I can't find the cord. <laughs> oh, no. So I am actually using the default microphone on the Mac. And I was like, you sound pretty it's, good. It's been yeah, a you sound great. Oh, you sound great. Yeah. It's been a complete <laughs> I'm always worried about using my de default mic because yeah, so I'm a kid and he um, might burst in and yell something. So. But I didn't have any option. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's been it's been pretty chaotic. And uh well, yeah. Hopefully, it all works out well for you. So let, let, let's tell you. Let's tell more stories of this move. Mouse battery oh. low. I don't have a mouse. I don't have a battery in this mouse. What? what? No what more. It's looking for the. It's it's still looking for my my uh, magic mouse or whatever you want to call it. I was just gonna say you sounding so good with the with the stock mic was a great endorsement for your Mac, but now it's. Dumb and thinks it's got a mouse connected to it. Yeah, yeah, there. really. So, um, oh man, what was I getting ready to say? <laughs> More stories from. Oh, okay. So, you. So we we uh, instead of hiring movers, we just rented uh, like a uh, well, we didn't rent a U-Haul, but basically the equivalent, like a like a Penske, and um, as as Mandy was. Uh, pulling up with it a couple of Fridays ago. Well, when she pulled up with the truck, uh, she pulls out and I was like, we're not going to be able to get all our stuff in that truck. She's like, nah, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll make it. We'll be able to get it in there. I'm like, okay. So we get about half of the truck packed, maybe a little bit more than half. And she goes, I don't think we're going to be able to get it all. <laughs> like, I know we're not going to be able to get it all. You should so, start taking notes. This could be your own personal John Hughes inspired. Yeah. So this is I'm what happened. So they packed up the truck, left for Michigan, and then I had to rent another U-Haul to pack up the rest of the house, take it to a storage unit. And then when I move, I've got to go to the storage unit, rent another truck, pack it up, and then drive it up to Michigan. Again, sir, my car. <laughs> no, it sounds like a John Hughes movie. He would totally use this and make it into a movie. <laughs> it definitely sounds like a uh, kind of a... Just put me on as a producer and original writer and I'll be okay. It, it's, it seems <laughs> like a low-key Griswold uh relocation relocation american move hey i can i can totally relate because uh, almost two years ago we left the bay area for arkansas where we live now and yeah. um, we rented a pod 
<laughs> and because uh, uh, we we didn't even drive, we flew is what we did. Um, and uh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean with the uh, you know it is it's like storage Tetris. Um, and the 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 pod, the biggest pod is for uh, twelve hundred square feet. Mm. Our house was uh, fifteen hundred square feet. So there were some things we didn't take. So so Brian Brian says Clark Griswold would have fit everything. Yeah, probably right. See, and here's the here's the yeah. weird thing: we couldn't get all of our all the stuff in our house to fit even after we got rid of a lot of stuff, like we got rid of our large sectional couch, our kitchen table. Uh, we, we got rid of a lot of big furniture and still couldn't fit everything in the, in the yard. That's what I would do. So I would move, I would, it literally like everything would probably be, a lot of big things would be sold. The interesting epilogue to this moving story is going to be. So, okay. This is what we did. We, we bought a piece of land up in Michigan that had three small houses on it because we are like, we're going to be in one house. And then my oldest daughter and her husband and their babies are going to be in another house. And then my sister-in-law and her family is in another house. So, so need to start writing notes down. So here, Oh, it gets better. So we are, the plan is we're going to stay up there until we find a bigger piece of land. And then we're going to all build our houses on that land. Problem is the house we're moving into is half, if not more than half the size of the house we currently just moved out of. So when we get up there, I'm hoping she already uh, rented a storage unit. But we're going to need a bigger storage unit to put everything in. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah. So, hmm. so yeah, yeah my weeks just, yeah, my, my last couple of weeks have been chaotic. I did go to the movies a few times, though, and I'm trying to remember what I watched since we have last aired. Um, Quick shout out. I see little Spidey is also in our chat. Oh, I see. Uh, Mickey, I did see her. This is us comment so i just want to throw that out there and say hello to you i also see so kim exciting. has joined us yay kim rogue disney says i'm a poor packer no you <laughs> might you might be right i can see yeah. that <laughs> i could well i'll tell you what next time i move i will get a hold of you and you can come pack all my stuff <laughs> um, that's gonna be his new nickname now packer What's up, packer <laughs> No, yep. you don't. It's the wrong football team. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 don't call me. Yeah, don't call me Packer because, uh, no, I don't, I don't like them. Um, let's see, what, what did I see? I saw, um, I saw that new Nicolas Cage movie. Okay. Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was, it was kind of fun. Um, cool. And then I saw which one he's had like five. <laughs> well, it's the most recent one. I don't. It's like the un, unbearable. It's oh about yeah, him. it's about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah I've heard good things about that one. Yep. Um, that one, and then man, what else did I see? I'm trying to remember what. Yeah, uh, we're on a roll. What I have watched 
since you and I have, have last done a show. Um, Doctor Strange. I, I right. did see that, but that yeah, was, I think we saw that. I think I, we had already talked about that. Because you and Joey oh, had, like, last week a whole movie, like, almost every day. Yeah, pretty much. Um, let's see. Let me look through. Oh, you know what? Um, Sunday, I went and saw um, the director's cut of Star Trek The Motion Picture. That okay. Was released in theaters. Um, it like quality enhanced, like 4K type of stuff. Yeah, it definitely seemed like it, the the graphics were a lot better, and there was actually like a making of the director's cut featurette before the movie, so they kind of explained like what they did. Like they went back and basically rebuilt all of the models, mm. and kind of like. I don't know if they reshot them or what. I mean, they would have had to, but yeah, um, they rebuilt yeah, was, them. Huh? Yeah, so was, they would come. Sorry, totally I mean, different. I mean, didn't make the movie any better, but um, that movie is it. If you're a Star Trek fan, it's it's a fun one, but okay. it's also if you're like a not, it's really a drag. But it's like, well. It's got some cool moments in it. I would say I am, but it's definitely not my favorite Star Trek movie. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm always a Star Trek original, so. Yeah. I always like um, those ones. Star Trek. Uh, have you been watching any of the new series? Like uh, like Discovery mm. or Stranger Things? Um, no. Um, I have watched one episode of uh, Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Because Matt Vader told me to. So I, I said okay. You know, yeah, I watched. I watched the first episode because uh, <laughs> I watched first episode because uh, they said you know I read that Anson Mount was playing uh, Captain Pike and I I like Anson Mount I like what he's done previously mm -hmm. and um and I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Star Trek fan so uh, but I was watching it and and I was talking to a buddy of mine Dave about it and he's like um yeah he was captain pike on discovery too and i was like oh really well, i guess i'm gonna have to go watch that so i have watched the first season of discovery and i have not started the second season which is actually when captain pike shows up um but i like discovery so far it seems pretty good since we're talking about rogue disney he said his favorite star trek movie is the whale one voyage voyage home huh he he yeah. would like the whale with That's, his, you know, okay. going to Sea World and Sea Park stuff. Little Spidey says he likes your shirt, Nicole. Aw, don't you? I like it too. It's actually got Mario in the corner. No, oh, he he loves Mario, but yeah, he's. Uh, oh, I do too. Thank you. Thank you. I was wearing a Mario shirt. I changed it to wear. Oh man! Oh, Super Mario. I'm such yeah. a love of my vintage games. You know, that just dawned on me, Nicole, neither one of us own a Rogue One radio shirt. That may or may not be changing and happening soon. Just yeah. saying. I'm going to wait until I move because I don't want to ship anything here. Yeah, ship all the stickers to my house. I was thinking about doing that because I, I actually know where the stickers are. Yes! <laughs> okay. then we'll get First thing you can do is ship your pants. 
Well, that just makes him officially a part of this ATSW escape pod on Wednesday. Oh, man, that shit shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dax is asking me, was it six hours long? Uh, no, it wasn't, Dax. It, it seemed like it was. I mean, in a world where, you know, we're watching three and a half hour Star Wars and, and Marvel movies, it seemed pretty short. Hmm. How long was the movie? Two hours? Five hours. hours. I don't know. I, I do remember been. if you bought it in VHS, it was two VHS. It couldn't have been more than two hours. Uh, but as far as, as far as those movies go, uh, prior to the reboot, um, my favorite is actually First Contact. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. But I really enjoyed the uh, reboot movies. Well, Steve, what kind of music do we have going on tonight? Um, yeah, I guess we should probably. Oh, you know what? We, we've got some other stuff we've got to we got to clear up here. We got some other stuff we need to talk about. I mean, no, thinking no. of gaming, there is our Red Five Gaming Network that y'all should yes. check out on Twitch, YouTube. Yes, we are part of the Red Five Network. There's the bio link down there at the bottom. We are Red Five. Go check out all those podcasts. They are all amazing and mm -hmm. worth checking out. Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna switch things up here, Nicole. Where can they find us? Oh, where can they find us? Heck, where can they find these guys? Plus Red Five. Well, I hope y'all will be hitting us all up on social media. You can find us Rogue One Radio at Twitter. Facebook. Yes, we're still on Facebook as well as Instagram and right here. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. As Steve was saying, we are part of the Red 5 Network, which you can also find on Twitter as well, as well as our new gaming network that's part of the Red 5. And these real cool cats right below us are also part of our really cool network, and we hope you I'm check them out. I'm a cool dog. I'm, I'm not a cat. <laughs> Yes, and I will have a link to their uh, podcast in the show notes. So if you want to check them out, that's where you can go. Hey, you can leave us a voicemail. We have a phone number that you can call and everything. You can call and leave us a message at 405-595-0108. Call and leave a message. Can, can we to ask us. for moving tips? <laughs> <laughs> no, you probably don't want any moving tips from me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not from me. Um, so how can you support Rogue One Radio? I think we have Patreon. You should check that out too. We do have a Patreon. And you just go to Patreon and look for Rogue One Radio. And we have a few patrons that I would like to give a shout out to. We have Dave Brown was our first patron. So thank you very much. We have Don from the Escape Pod was our second. And then Kelly and Chris, a.k.a. Looter Girl and Dragon Buddy. And then we have Nicholas. AKA Backyard Tardis. 
And last but certainly not least, we have Scott and Kim from Used and Abused Pod. So thank you for being our patrons. We definitely appreciate you. And you too can be a patron by going to patreon.com and searching Rogue One Radio. You can also support us by buying our merch. There's the link right there. It'll also be in the show notes. We got t-shirts, coffee mugs, which is the most important. All kinds of other cool stuff. So show your Rogue One Radio colors and buy our stuff, even though we don't. Hey, uh, Nick, Nick, Nick is the best locksmith stuff. in America. The best locksmith? Is that what you said? Yeah, he's the best locksmith in America. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I can concur on that. Yeah. He's had some wild stories on his channel. Yes, he yeah. has. Love yeah. Nicholas. He's such a cool guy. So too bad we don't have If I didn't live uh, like across the, the uh, United States, I would probably call him to fix some of my locks. It's I was a shame say, we don't actually, have I think you, I think you live closer to him than any of us. He's in uh, he's in Cali, I think. No, I don't know. I don't know where he is. I believe he's maybe. I think he's on the East Coast because he's always up later when he. Mm. Yeah, but look at that job. I mean, you can be up later yeah. or early. No, I mean he's like, like I'm in a different. It seems like he's in a different time zone than me. So. Yeah. But I would I'm call gonna, him I'm gonna, if, I'm if my be in lock a different broke, time zone in a couple weeks. <laughs> yes, you'll be in my. No, you you'll won't be. be. You'll be in the future. In the future. So, yeah, I think the um, I think the scheduled time frame for my relocation is July Fourth weekend. Yay, just a time for oh, how can we forget about ScarifCon? Hello. Oh, ScarifCon. Oh. Yes, ScarifCon oh. is July 23rd. Yeah. 23rd. I'll be playing a commercial for it here in a little while. So you can uh, get a taste of ScarifCon. But yeah, um, Nicole and I will be there. I don't know if DJ is going to be with us. I hope he can. I hope he can make it. And mm -hmm. R2, I think you said you're going too. Yeah. Yeah. Me and, uh, me and Mrs. R2 will be there. Very cool. Very cool. Nice. And uh, really if I can, I'm going to try to live stream from there. So, nice. oh, we're going to have live stream no matter what. We had it last year. He keep um, Ro keeps it going. He's Very got cool. a whole system that he keeps going the whole time. Cool, it's cool. pretty cool. Well, I want to live stream him live streaming, so it'll be meta. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to roam around with a gimbal. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy a GoPro and just stick it to you. Stick it to my hat or something. <clears throat> All right. Hey, you know what? We've got some music to play. Yes, we do. It is time for our first music break. So first up, we have a band from the United Kingdom called oh. The Subways. Um, they do have a new album coming out later this year. It is uh, currently untitled, or they just haven't released the title. They also have not released the scheduled release date. But they did release a single from it, and we are going to play that. So, this is The Subways with You Kill My Cool.
All right, that was the subways with you kill my cool. Kill my cool. cool stuff. So we got a couple of folks have entered the I said that to an ex-girlfriend once. Oh <laughs> like eat a subway? Is that what you told her? No, no, no. Oh. You kill my cool. Oh yeah. yeah, that's it. I get that. But eat fresh, because it'll help you in the long run. <laughs> Blake, drink on that one. Uh, hey, Blake is with us, and Nicholas, aka Backyard Tardis, has joined us. And he answered my question, and I was right. Very cool. And we also have Mrs. To the Icky. She is. <laughs> Wait, what did my wife do? I'm Mrs. Not, she she's in the chat room. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we know. It's like, what did she say? What she embarrassed me about? Let's see. What did she say? She said, "Oh, she she put her her devil horns up and the music." Yeah. Cool. Yep. So that was the first uh, song. We got another one coming up later on, um, and then after that, we'll be talking about the films of John Hughes. Um, so we do have a few pieces of news. Um, admittedly, I have been not—I have not been watching the news feed, so I had to kind of scrape this up in the last couple of hours to even have some news. So I picked out a few. Um, first one is uh, Bethesda is postponing the release of its Starfield uh video game so i don't i don't know if anybody out there has been uh paying attention to the news about starfield but it's bethesda's new um of course bethesda is the one that makes the fallout series and the uh elder scrolls um so starfield is basically a new uh a brand new um in space yeah it's basically it's basically fallout in space uh, from what I understand, but I've seen I've seen the trailers and I've seen uh, you know screenshots and and uh, whatnot, and it looks really really fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and it was supposed to come out later this year, but they have postponed it to 2023. So <clears throat> that is uh, kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. I was looking forward to that. But we're just gonna have to wait longer. I've been playing um, uh, Evil Dead, the Evil Dead game, the new one. Oh yeah, Where you're like a team. So you have like four of you, and you're trying to take on the demon that's um, you know ending the world. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like Among Us. I don't know if you played that, but more graphically violent. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't. Um, it's a fun one. Yeah. The last game I was <laughs> playing on my Xbox was I was. I went back and started playing Skyrim again. Um, but my Xbox is packed up, so I haven't been doing anything with that. Um, next news? Next news. Oh, uh, it has been announced that Christopher Walken has been added to the cast of Dune 2. Cool. He's just going to bring cowbells. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Cowbell, please. Um, so, according to the, uh, according to the the article comes from the Hollywood Reporter, 
So according to them, Christopher Walken is going to play the Emperor. Emperor yeah. Shaddam IV. Um, He's getting up there in age, right? So, he, I mean, I, I don't know the character. Was that a good pick for him? or? I... I don't know. I think I think uh, he's a good enough uh, actor. He could probably pull it off. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the material enough to to know. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever seen the 1984 uh, movie, mm-hmm. um, I I tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. yeah. I, I, it wasn't something that interests me. I, and a lot of if, people like uh, the TV show and. I never but jumped on it. So. I, I feel I like if you have like an ASRM fetish, that's a great movie for you with all that. Yeah, I did that. Some logging might like that. So Rogue Disney says that he's too old to play the emperor. Too old to play the emperor. I don't know. Um, I, make, imagine, I mean, they can make him younger, right? They can. I, I always imagined that the emperor was a pretty old guy. Most emperors are. But. That's why they don't get their groove back. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. Or they forget things. <laughs> what you what you got there, Steve? Uh, so the next one I have is they have announced that the Omen is getting a prequel film, and it is going to be called the First Omen. Um, I'm. I'm not really sure if that's necessary. They should have called no. it like the premonition. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see. The isn't it an of, omen, like a prequel? Like it's kind of, like yeah. Like I mean, an omen to tell you that something is coming. So yeah, I don't, I don't get the point of putting together oh, a prequel for the omen. Like everybody's in this prequel nonsense. They just can't yeah. make anything new. Like they have to like, Say, oh. <laughs> I'm going to use old characters and you know, right or reboots yeah. and reboots. Want- it's, it's like what's going on? But, yeah, but in the, but in the first Omen movie, he's like a baby. So, what are you going to do for a prequel? I don't know. They could have been like, we're going to do the Omen, but Damien's going to be a girl. Because <laughs> that's I, the other thing that they do too is they'll make it new and they'll just change I, one little thing. Yeah, I could see a reboot, which they've already done. The anyway. Reboot would be fine. But a prequel to the Omen, like that. I, yeah, I thought they've they already done a reboot. Well, they did a, a remake of it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the, what I mean. Yeah, I want to say uh, Lev Schreiber and uh, I forget who yeah. else, but yeah, do something original. Yeah, they can't anymore. That's true. Yeah, they can. They're just lazy. Uh, well, true. They All just right, have well, a big board of franchises and they just throw a dart. There you go. That's the way they do it. Uh, last piece of news I have is Star Wars related. Yay. Uh, the new Star Wars <laughs> Dark Horse comics have been revealed um, or have been announced rather. Uh, we've got an announcement of the first two series that will be coming from Dark Horse comics. The first one is uh, Star Wars Hyperspace Stories. Um, That's going to be an anthology comic series that features fan-favorite heroes and villains across every Star Wars era. Hmm. 
and uh, the f- number uh, issue number one is going to be set during the Clone Wars, and uh, that will uh, that title will begin this summer. Um, so, the so second one, interesting, yeah. Um, I think we'll probably find out a lot more here in the next few days. We'll I have think a, so too. a lot next week. The second um, series, w- w- when uh, did Dark Horse pick up Star Wars? Um, they, we, we announced it on the show probably about a month or two ago that Dark Horse was going to be doing Star Wars again. I wasn't uh, into the Marvel like comics. Well, they did it for a long time, and then they Marvel, did Marvel or you know, Disney bought um Marvel and yeah. essentially pulled so, right the, the license. I, I've from got Dark a Horse. very old one over here, an old original Star Wars comic, and I think that was my guy. That was Dark Horse. So. Cool. Yeah, so I mean, so Marvel I isn't going no, away. Cool. Just Dark Horse is just doing kind of a, a limited type of uh, of series. Um, the Marvel stuff isn't going away. They're just kind of in addition to uh, yeah the Marvel stuff. the The second series is going to be starting uh, right about the time uh, for Halloween, and it's going to be called. Tales from the Rancor Pit. Um, Interesting. Okay. I wonder why they're is doing this, that. Is this going to be Can't people falling into the pit? going to be a story and... about everybody was fed to the Rancor Pit. Yeah. Is it going to be so, like Jerry Seinfeld's apartment? Just people just come in and they hang out and they leave? No. Um, it's it's actually going, it's going to be written by uh, it's going to be written by Kevin Scott. Oh. Okay. And according to him, it is set in a backdrop of a dark and stormy night on Tatooine in the oh. dungeon of Jabba the Hutt. I think this is going to somehow be related to the Book of Boba Fett or to the Mandalorian. I'm just calling it. It could. Uh, we got Danny but- in the chat. Did you know she was a woman? <laughs> hey, yes, she is. You mean Hey, Danny, how's it going? <laughs> the other day, Alex from Salty Nerd called her a man. It was funny. <laughs> well, he said he hadn't met her yet or know her. He hasn't seen – he needs to check out her – you should have said you need to check out her channel, and then he would maybe understand. She even said a super chat. I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could start singing woman, but we don't have time for that because we have more music coming. Oh, before I forget, I want to know what everyone thinks about Thor, the new trailer. Just a snippet, a 20-second of what you think. It was all right. I haven't had a chance to really watch it. So. Okay, never mind. I, I watched it last night, and it uh, it looked better than the previous trailer. I think I'm the only one excited here for it. I have more excitement for it than I did before. That's good. So. That's good. I mean, I was already excited for the movie, so so Me any too. trailers are like, okay, just let's get on with this. Let's right. I almost could. <laughs> I said this even on the Caesar. I said I really don't need a trailer. And now I've seen one trailer, and I'm like going, I don't know if I want to see anything else. I yeah. want to be surprised. I want more mystery each time now. Um, so well, I was gonna say, uh, compared to the the action figure we saw of him, uh, Gore the God Butcher does look a lot better. <laughs> Because his action figure looked bad. Yeah. Fantastic. 
and I know uh, I've seen some comments, you know, oh, she doesn't look like he does in the comics, but I kind of went, I've never even seen the comics, so I'm basing this off of probably what some who don't watch read the comics are probably going to go, oh, but that looks so cool. So. You know, I, I guess a, almost like a good description of him uh, from what I remember seeing him in the comics is almost think like uh, kind of looked a little like Voldemort from the Harry Potter movies. Like he had like no nose um, and like uh, big sharp teeth and bald like that. So very cool. Awesome. Because I know Danny actually sent me, she was kind enough. Danny from Comics and Cosmetics, she sent me a picture last night because I was like, what does he look like? And she sent me to. Oh. Yeah, she's hoping that Beta Ray Bill shows up in that. <laughs> I had some, I but I didn't know until she sent it to me because I'm like, I had no clue what he looks like. People are complaining. I don't know what they're complaining about. <laughs> like, I, I, didn't, I didn't mind Doctor Strange. I thought it was um, pretty neat, but they had the same type of cool trailer, but then it would kind of like the movie didn't hold up to the trailer, so I'm a little wary. I've always have been since um, the last few movies. Um, yeah, I, I liked Doctor Strange. I um, I actually liked the first one better, though. Yeah. I rooted for Wanda. I, I really wanted her to win. Girl. <laughs> have, the, have the day. Just She was just such a cool bad guy. Yeah, the more I've thought about it, I, I'm more... I don't hate it. I'm just more disappointed with Doctor Strange too, just because I feel like it had know, so much. Really, there wasn't a very good point to that story. I guess that that's where you know I'm I'm disappointed. I'm I'm bummed. I'm not like mad at it. I'm not like oh it's terrible. Um, it had its moments, but um, you know it could have been that uh, like could have been better. It, it could have been a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just. I really, I just was like, wow, this is a pretty cool bad guy. You know? so I was like, yeah, I, I feel like Wanda should have gotten a much longer arc. They should have stretched yeah. that out. Um, yeah, because she was so good at it. Like They could have gone that into like yeah. a couple movies. And yeah, she was just awesome. At least two, if not, I would almost say three. I feel like that would have been a much better story arc. I know this past weekend I got to be on Blake's show, The Dork Wars, and we actually went into a deeper discussion about Doctor Strange. And check that out sometime. You guys should. There or right there. I'm going to plug in one of our other current chat people. Hey, Steve, do we have any more cool music coming up before we get started into our main event with John Hughes? We do. We do. I'm just going to finish up that Doctor Strange talk with I would have liked to have seen more Black Bolt, but oh well. Yeah. Okay, so yes, we do have more music. Uh, this one comes from a band out of Nashville, Tennessee, Yeehaw. called the Dreaded Laramie. Interesting. And they just put out a new EP uh, just a week or so ago uh, through Wiretap Records called Everything a Girl Could Ask. And the song we are going to play from them is Where Do the Hardcore Kids Go? Interesting. Where do all the hardcore kids go after the house show ends? When they're done hotboxing six in their parents' many fans. And when they've lost all credit and they're straight from the retro, what do they do then? 
Dominic and his son. when I see that commercial one not only am I in it but I cannot wait to see everybody old well not old but that I've already met and I meet them again and one quick bone slash spatula DB <clears throat> you come into shy you better come visit me too I saw that come visit Ro you gotta come visit me too I'm not that far I'm really not that far actually I'm really not R2 no, did not. that clip didn't you uh, yeah yeah I... I'm in that clip but R2 yes you did sorry no, no, that's no, okay. I was gonna say though, I, I like the the clip with you in it, Nicole, because you're surrounded by guys who all seem to be like, "Ooh, a girl." Me and Sean. It's like that scene in Big Bang Theory when Penny walks into the comic book shop. <laughs> well, the best part is they were outside of a comic book shop. Yeah, yeah. We, were. we were. Well, no, in and out. We were in and out that day. But I can't wait because this year's at Bill Murray's Caddyshack. Yeah. So I'm excited. In the suburbs of Chicago. And I have a feeling that's going to be a, a theme in our movie selections tonight. Probably. So we just heard the dreaded Laramie with Where Do the Hardcore Kids Go? And that song was uh, ironically they go to the subway. Not hardcore at all. Yep. Yes, they do. All right, so <laughs> it is time for the main event. We're going to talk some John Hughes, and uh, I'm going to be real with you. I only picked one movie because I'm just going to take whatever scraps you guys don't pick. <laughs> you don't understand. I had a hard time picking two. Sounds like I was like dying. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's a lot. And so and then I, I am, uh, extras. He wrote and so many. But yeah. he also directed and write it, so it was it was a yeah. hard list to kind of go yeah. through and take. It was a very hard list. I I literally just went with what I grew up on and what I liked multiple watched multiple times. So, and R two took my all time favorite. Well, so. I yeah. said you can have it. He's got a bunch of great movies. I could have picked another one. I traded. <laughs> I I did make sure that my favorite was picked by myself, but other than that, I'm just going to. Uh, I'll just talk about whatever you guys don't end up picking. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the show, folks. This is how this works. <laughs> yeah, it did feel like we were doing a draft today, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah R2 went you, there. You've first. got two minutes, R2. You've got second pick, first round. 
Exactly. <laughs> well, I we were just kind of getting some ideas, so we knew not to pick the other ones. Cool. And make sure right. we could get we're as many movies as we could in. And I'm like, wait, can we do an honorable mention? Because like we love them all. So yeah, I did that. <laughs> all right, well, uh, JT, let's start with you. What's your first pick? Um, so uh, I'll go with one of my favorites. It's kind of silly, actually, uh, but I like Sixteen Candles. I always thought it was fun. I uh, I was I had a major little crush on Molly um, when I was like ten, so I always enjoyed her. Um, so any any movie she was in, I always watched. <laughs> uh, she, and then I, Anthony Michael Hall, you know, he's he's the the geek that. You know, I can see my uh, some of my old friends or some people trying to. I can see them um, doing the things he did uh, to kind of get a date, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, it just always was a fun movie. You know, the, the shenanigans that went on at the party um, late in, in that movie, if you remember it. So, like, basically, what happens is uh, Molly, she it's her birthday. She forgot. <laughs> Everyone forgets that it's a terrible right. day. The crust that she likes is with another girl. She's, or, yeah, she's just, she's just having a rough time. And then slowly but surely, she ends up getting the guy. She ends up getting the, the, the best birthday she could ever want. And it always comes down to it. It's just a good, warm, fun movie. Some of the cool tips about the movie is like, this was his first directable. Uh, he first, this was his first movie he directed mm -hmm. and wrote. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, Molly Ringwald and uh, John Hughes share the same birthday, April 18th. So this was probably why he did something like this. Like, you know, he probably had someone That's cool. forget his birthday and probably thought it was horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah. I love Sweet 16. <laughs> 16 Candles. A fabulous movie. Yeah, I mean, I just recently one. watched it. I had to. We're in prom season. I'm like going, okay, I need to watch. I did a double feature. I did, um, no, one day I did like 16 Candles in like never been kissed or something and then i did another night where i did carrie and pretty and pink pretty and pink another john hughes but 16 candles i just of course that last scene's one of my absolute favorites absolute favorites when between him and the car and her outside the church and of course at the end when she's sitting on top of the table i'm like what table were y'all using <laughs> um you, you know there was so many people so many guys after that movie were going to try to do that and burn their house down <laughs> <laughs> With the cake, <laughs> love it. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Fun movie. It is. It's a very fun. Um, it's a movie it, though. It's got a lot of things though that are like cultural no-nos today though. Well, okay, this is funny. Okay, yeah. I have yeah. to throw this in here. You mean like Long Duck Dong? Yeah. <laughs> that guy so, is one of the best the characters. Chinese ever. guy up in I hope Chinaman. So <laughs> he really was the best character in that movie. Yeah. So yeah, I have. Um, so again, my I, I have it. Uh, my daughter just celebrated her sweet sixteen, and uh, things might not have. You know, things don't always turn out as planned. Her just like in the movie Sixteen Candles, and I looked at her and said, her and her boyfriend, and said, "You guys should go watch Sixteen Candles." However, I do not condone going out and trashing anybody's houses and do not get drunk and do not do this, but watch the movie instead, you know, and enjoy it uh, for what it is. 
And I mean, because it does have some really good themes in it. And, you know, of course, forgiveness, because she had, you know, she does go to forgive her parents and things, you know, because they were so wrapped up in her sister and, you know, her, the wedding and whatnot. And, and yes, there are a few other things. Um, I think little Spidey's still here, so I won't uh, say everything. That probably was not the best. So, but still a great movie all around. It, it, it It's one of my favorites. I can always rewatch it uh, multiple times. Same. Same. It's got so many, you know, young actors at the time. Like both Cusacks are in it. His yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Big good stuff. Uh, big, uh, big John Jamie Cusack Gertz fan. is uh, the Molly Ringwald's crush's girlfriend's friend mm -hmm. who cuts her hair. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, oh, yep. my gosh. That scene yeah. with the hair. Oh, <laughs> good stuff. It, it's just a fun, a fun movie all the way around. So, yes. Cool. Uh, all right, you're up, uh, R2. Um, well, I picked uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, um, I can't pick that one. <laughs> that uh, that was a movie that uh, growing up, my uh, older sister and uh, my, one of my cousins, we watched constantly, I feel like. Um, and just that was like, uh, you know, just always so fun and hilarious, um, especially like we would watch the whole, you know, when they're the parade scene, like over and over wow. again, That's as cool. well as we always cracked up at the part of uh mr rooney breaking into ferris's house and uh genie being in there and like her like kicking him in the face and her like making that face as she screams and runs off and um you know i can just, hear the sound effect of the choo choo with her yeah, foot yeah we, might, yeah we we watched it uh, the other night and it was the first time my son saw it and uh i'm like was what he dancing uh, he wasn't dancing, but he he was you know laughing to a lot of it. Um, but we're, as we're watching, I'm like, you know, like what what do you think of this? And he's like, it's pretty cool. You know what movie it reminds me of? And I go, what? And he's like, really reminds me of those Percy Jackson movies because it's it's three friends and they're on an adventure. <laughs> like, never never would have put those two and two together, but you know, yeah, that's a seven year old for you. Um, but he he liked it. Um, Probably not as much as I did, um, and, uh, and and yes, yeah, so he'll have to watch that when he's a little older, maybe in high school, and you'll probably get yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> well, that and then now too, like there's uh like the Ferris Bueller uh, theories. I don't know if anybody's heard it, but like people say True. that Ferris Bueller is really a, a figment of Cameron's imagination. Like Cameron made up Ferris. Is like an imaginary friend. Oh, you think it's like a beautiful mind type thing? Yeah, he made, yeah. Up, the, he made up the whole family and, and yeah, yeah, like it was like the, you know, yeah. and like Ferris, yeah, was his way of confronting his father. Um, that's, that's and well, I was gonna say, and I've watched it like looking at it that way, and it is like kind of a weird thing, or it's kind of Fight Clubish, you know, where he's he's doing all this stuff yes. and he's he's like talking to himself. Well, that that must mean though that uh, Simone is. Uh, is imaginary too um yeah well more likely i'm just thinking of the porsche scene the you, nerd scene that we're not gonna go into detail because we got littles in the thing oh the oh. 
the that one particular scene. Um, where he's kicking the car? No. Well, the nurse scene where they knock on the door and they're bringing the get, the get well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, one of the, the, the people is, uh, it's Louis Anderson. Louis, it is. Yeah. Anderson. Yeah. yeah, Charlie That's Sheen's in this movie, too. He, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're pretty good, Nicole. Here. I can complete, but I will not. <laughs> well, they don't complete it either, so. I know. They stop right at that moment, but we all know. We all knew what she was going to say. I mean, we, we don't have to all be dirty. I mean, it could be something fun. Oh. <laughs> Lies. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Charlie Sheen's that movie. That that scene it was fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, I don't think he slept for like a week, and he went on a bender just for that scene. Uh, <laughs> Why does that not surprise me with him? Sorry. Yeah. Well, let's not forget uh, Ben Stein. Yeah. yeah, he's in that. Yeah, yeah. Bueller. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, like Christy Swanson's in this. Mm -hmm. um, a lot, of, a lot like, of good. Yeah, there's one or two yeah, other, yeah, like little cameos. Um, that and, and, and Ferris's parents got married after this and were married for a few years. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is, I did know that. That's a really cool fun fact. Yeah. It, the funny thing about that movie is it reminded me of like my high school is where someone would get sick like that or fake sick and then the rumors would spread so fast i live in a small town so the, the rumors would spread to where yes you could you would maybe have a cold but by the end of the day you had a cold a broken leg and you know you had something else going on that that literally happened in our town so that always reminded me of, of, of that so mm -hmm. Yeah, how things would spread. So. The, the other funny thing, too, is he complains about, he's like, my sister got a car, I got a computer. But I'm like, back then, I'm like, that was you. Cost, cost the same amount as a car did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he yeah. also had, like, a cool like, sound system in his room. Like, he had, yeah. like, one of the coolest rooms. Yes. <laughs> so, he, was, he was just a, a... And he was he always knew how to, like, twist things so it worked in his advantage. Yeah. you know, in, in, uh, with the school, uh, that kind of thing. So it was fun. Speaking yeah. of his sister, that was uh, that was played by uh, Dirty Dancing's Jennifer Grey. Yeah, and and they dated after that movie too. Yes, they did. Hearing that, I'm like, that's weird. They played brother and sister. <laughs> Why are we yeah. talking about Luke and Leia in real life? Come on, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, oh boy, it was a bunch of weirdos. Danny, Danny says Ferris was an entitled, spoiled brat. He was. He would say that. I would he agree was. if he was not a figment of somebody's imagination. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with Danny. He, he was very spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. He just got away with with everything. You know, that yeah. was just how it was. So. Cool. And everyone liked him. I don't, you know. Yeah, he's smart and clever and got away with it. Didn't they try yeah. to make a uh, a TV show out of that? They did. They tried to do a lot of John, well, not a lot, several movies and do TV shows for John Hughes. Yeah, they do not work well. <laughs> they do better as movies. 
One thing, one thing the Ferris wheel did teach me was always be nice to the right people in power. So if if if, if you're nice to like the secretaries or you're nice to the office person or like maybe someone at the store, you can always get out of things or get little perks. And so I always did that. I I made sure to always buy flowers for all the office um, ladies in, in at my school. Oh, that and remember, if you're trying to fake being sick, stomach cramp and lick your palms. Yep. <laughs> so. Little Spidey, your dad already knows, so don't try. Yeah. <laughs> Do it, Spidey. Do it. <laughs> uh, all right, Nicole, you're up. All right. So my first one of two, which was very hard, because I'm like, do I pick pretty and pink? Do I pick... Curly Sue, Beethoven. Nicole you know, has a very hard time with favorites and ranking. I had, you know, I don't rank this. I would have looked at you and gone, uh, no, we would have to. I would then I would have said we have to do a series on this. But I decided to go with one. My well, my second one I'm going to uh, talk about tonight is actually one that was in a particular poll and recently on after the weekend as an episode. Because it's none other than the 1989 movie Uncle Buck. Because I pushed for that in that that chat, and I said, "No, you guys have to do Uncle Buck." And they put up the poll, and I'm like, "Uncle Buck, Uncle." Buck. I just love Uncle Buck. Yeah, it's true. Um, we were we were like, "She's not going to stop talking about it." We better do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, maybe we, got, maybe we got copyright on that stream. So, <laughs> thanks, Nicole. Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> So, of course, 1989's Uncle Buck with Mr. John Candy. This actually has a really, really cool um, cast, which I'm going to mention one in particular here in just a moment. Of course, we have the Macaulay Culkin, which, of course, connects to another future movie for Mr. John Hughes. We have Gabby Hoffman, who went on to do Field of Dreams. They really did have a really good cast here. Um, of course, she was in Sleepless in Seattle. She's still doing movies today. Lori Metcalf, of course, who's now in, in Roseanne and stuff. Um, Amy Madigan, uh, oh, a young Anna Klumski. So if you look closely, she's also in it. But I want to tie in this movie to after the weekend's next episode. And here it is. You guys ready? Three, two, one. From the movie Uncle Buck, there is a girl that is Jean Louise Kelly, also known as Tia. And she will be in Top Gun Maverick. These guys are going to be talking about Top Gun next week. Hopefully the future of Top Gun Maverick. Yes, I just connected an episode to another episode. Pretty cool. She's a um, good person. She's a really... I am. Anyways, uh, of course, it's taken in Chicago. Like most of, majority of, if I believe most of all John Hughes movies take place in Chicago. I love Uncle Buck because it is a fun, heartwarming um, movie. It's very funny. Um, it's off the cuff. I absolutely, of course, Miles played by Macaulay Culkin and then John Candy. Uh, one of my favorite scenes, of course, is the question scene uh, where, yeah, that's a fun, you know, it's a fun trivia thing there that, you know, he was doing the questions and he couldn't remember the lines. And so John Candy, uh, you know, would write down the lines and put it on his forehead. Um, I just, they're, the pancake scene. I cannot get over the pancake scene. Like to this day, I would love to have a giant pancake birthday cake. 
Okay. So anybody's looking at an idea? Yeah, I want a giant like pancakes that big because I think that was absolutely cool. Um, I just love that. I'm now, now I'm thinking about Miles going. I'm a kid. That's my job. Just love that. Uh, cannot forget. Um, of course, the clown. That's funny yet naughty. Sorry, but that was played by Mike Starr, who's from Goodfellas. He's a really cool guy, and you wouldn't know he was the one behind the cl the clown mask, though. The not mask, paint, makeup, whatever. So, love, 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 <laughs> Uncle Buck. So good. They really do teach a lot about things, you know. What? Yeah, that's a good one. So that's a good movie about high school and like other stuff. So if you're like mm -hmm. up and coming to high school, you could literally watch Fear Spiel or Sixteen Candles in that movie, and you would. You'd probably oh, make it another out. one that I'll be talking to. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then there is that moment of where you see families come together. You see mom and daughter come together, which I think is a very important dynamic. Uh, so there is definitely some really good family elements here, you know, where two brothers who weren't close have now come together. You know what I mean? Now he's close with his, you know, nephew uh, and, and nieces. And then you know, and by the end of the movie, it's really it's really well done. And I absolutely love it. And, of course, that one scene with Miles when he's talking to Shanice through the mail slot is the one, of course, that would inspire John Hughes to go back and write the feature of Home Alone, which I absolutely love that they that he did that that's what i love about john hughes is that he he got creative like me telling steve you need to start writing down notes because that's what john hughes would have done he'd been like give me a script give me paper let me start writing you know because he took the chaos he took the crazy from our actual everyday lives and put it on the screen and i think that's what makes it so relatable and in this particular case both through the high school part and through the part, of course, the family. I think that's why I really, really like this movie so much. Beyond it being hilarious, because it is for me, it's very funny. So, yeah. Ah, love Uncle Buck. Sorry, can't go wrong Definitely. with John Candy. John Candy is a great no, actor. He was was actor. a great actor. He, yes, yeah, he's he missed. Yeah, gone too soon. I definitely remember when he passed away as a kid because. I remember thinking this is sad. Like I remember feeling it. But, like yeah. he was in some of my favorite movies, and he's gone and gone. You know. So. Yeah. Well, this wasn't the only uh, John Hughes film he was in. He was in right. quite a few of them, actually. So. Between being in and cameoed. Yeah. Yeah. He he was he was I think he was well liked by John. Yeah. Yes. John Hughes had his favorite go-to actors. Yeah. And it almost seemed like all these Molly. movies were in their own little, like, universe. You know, it could be, like, the John Hughes universe, yeah. you know? So um, it all seemed like they all were kind of I think together. he does have his own universe, I swear. Yeah, it would, it, would, it, would, it would probably, like, have John Candy in his little beat-up station wagon driving down the road and bump into Furious while he's running through the street because, you know, that, that would probably... Well, they all predominantly take place in Shermer, Illinois, which he created. And, um, you know, a good comparison because he's said that he's always inspired his writing is, I mean, it's kind of like um, Kevin Smith before there was Kevin Smith with all his movies do have some like small little kind of connection, it seems like, and the actors that he, that he got. Um, so, yeah, they always do feel slightly 
interwoven even when they're not. And actually, though, there is two movies that he did that are connected. There is. I've been waiting for this because I thought you might be doing it on your next one. I've been saving a fun trivia fact. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'll let you, I'll let you, uh, have the honors for that. Well, 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 wait, because we still have to do another go around and I'm assuming that's your next movie. So no, actually it's not. Uh, (gasps) okay. I don't remember. I have two lined up. Well, well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I have, I have a different (laughs) trivia than you don't know. Oh, well, okay. Well then I will give this fun trivia up then. Because there's also the movie Planes, Trains, and All Wheels. Because it's one of my, it's my favorite Thanksgiving movie because it's literally the only Thanksgiving movie. And if you watch closely, you can see an early showing of another John Hughes movies, which was She's Having a Baby. And inside She's Having a Baby, at the end, there is a lot of cameos, including John Candy, uh, other various uh, John Hughes, you know, from other films that he was doing, uh, like The Great Outdoors. There is a lot of, um, People in that. Oh, and Planes, Trains, Automobiles also has Kevin Bacon. Yeah. There were so many connections. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's the I one I was Kevin talking about in the Marvel. beginning. When they're trying to get the oh. cab, he sees Kevin Bacon. That's Kevin Bacon from She's Having a Baby. Yes. And I love it. I love I love, Like, he was, he was the Kevin Feige of the 80s and early 90s. I mean, it's so sad that he, him and John Candy, rest in peace, that, that they're gone because i can only imagine what he would still be doing if he was still with us today because he was just a great director i I just love his love his movies well steve all right so uh my my one pick that i actually picked um is from this one's a little different than you would think because most people probably would not have picked this it is from the 1987 movie uh, written by John Hughes called Some Kind of Wonderful. I love that movie. Yeah. I would have it if you wouldn't have picked it. I another, think. another one of those high school kind of coming of age films that um, didn't really star any of his uh, kind of the normal go-to John Hughes folks. Mm-hmm. It had uh, Eric Stoltz, um, uh, Mary Stuart Matterson, mm-hmm. Leah Thompson. Um, those oh. were the primary three. Uh, but yeah, it was the movie. You know, the uh, Eric Stoltz plays the guy. He's kind of a kind of a nerd in, in school, and he's got this tomboy <laughs> tomboy friend that uh, helps him get a date with the popular girl in school. And um, kind of how all of that progresses, and then uh, turns out that the tomboy actually liked him, and then you know at the end they they get together, and uh, I don't know, I don't know what it is about that particular movie that just struck a chord with me, but I really liked it ever since the first time I saw it. Um, the act, the the cast, you know, uh, the these three kind of playing off each other. Um, as mm-hmm. well as the, uh, I guess you can kind of call him the antagonist. Um, his name is, uh, oh man, what's the actor's name? Let me pull up Wikipedia. Uh, Craig Sheffer mm-hmm. plays kind of the uh, the heavy, let's just call him the antagonist. 
And uh, but all all four of those folks kind of playing off each other just made made for a really good film. And um, so yeah, jo John actually did not direct this, but he did write and produce it. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was a really yeah. really good film, and um, I don't know, just just something about uh, you know this whole idea of this guy has been trying to chase this girl ever since you know they all started high school and then he finally finally gets the date through the help of the girl who actually wants him and uh yeah just just fun movie it is it's a very fun movie and i love uh masterson in it, it, it oh yeah i loved her in that yeah I, you know what? I know what it is for for me as a girl. When I watch it, I get excited because, of course, I'm rooting. It's not that I'm against the popular girl. It's that I understand what it feels like to be the girl that wants the guy that doesn't get the guy. Yeah. That's what the situation is. You know, you're like, oh, but the popular girl's going to get him. Like, why would he want me? And I think that is what, like, for for me as a girl, and maybe others in the chat, that that's that feeling of you're not popular and you can't get that one person because of that. Um, and then there's, oh, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. He gets them into the art gallery, which I love. Duncan. I love that scene. Who is it? The character is Duncan. It's uh, Elias Cotis. Uh, oh, Casey yeah, Jones. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. I really like him in this movie. Just his, I don't know, there's something about him, that edge that he brings to to the movie that changes it up a little bit so it's not completely cheesy it's it's you know more genuine more authentic and i like that so, so one of the uh, you know a, a bit a bit of trivia about this film is that um so pretty in pink had come out and and it was it was widely kind of speculated that that john hughes was not happy with the ending uh, because the nerd didn't get the girl. Yeah. Um, and so he basically wrote this one uh, <laughs> to get to get that that happy ending. That's correct. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, lo I loved uh, Mary Stuart Madison's character, uh, the, the the kind of the the tomboy drummer. You know, in and, in hindsight, of course, now when. There's that scene when he practices kissing her. Yeah. Now I look back and go, yeah. Man, he just should have just went, wait, <laughs> I'm going the wrong direction. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I think, I think that's when it first, you know, he first realized that maybe he was not making the right choice. Right. Like this friend is more than a friend. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you, yeah. you brought up too about the pretty in pink. I've heard that where he didn't like the ending of that. And mm -hmm. I just watched this uh, a couple of days ago because it was free to watch on Tubi. I, I very much felt like, yeah, it. Uh, I was kind of watching Pretty in Pink because the uh, kind of the antagonist seemed like that should have been like uh, Steph's cousin from Pretty, Pretty in Pink. Yeah. And, and all the characters seemed like caricatures of other John yeah. Hughes. Like, yeah. like Anthony Michael Hall should have been Eric Stoltz and uh molly ringwald should have been leah thompson and ali sheedy should have been watts you know like they all seemed like they were playing versions of those people yeah um 
So I I totally kind of get that vibe from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even uh, the guy who plays makes Duncan, you... Duncan kind of reminds me of the uh, the guy who marries the older sister in Sixteen Candles. If you just yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Head. It makes it, it, it makes you wonder if um, John who who's had like certain experiences with the with these stories in his own life like yeah was he a, a, a person that didn't get the girl that he wanted did he know someone that did um you know did he did he get yeah how, how much of this is autobiographical <laughs> on vacation well, I, I, <laughs> well, um, I, I could have swore he said like uh, uh anthony michael hall's character in breakfast club is very much it was like him as a teen right. yeah you could probably yeah i could probably see that you know and it seems like all of those movies had some type of geek that went trying to go for the girl or maybe didn't get what okay, they so wanted. So somebody in the chat room is talking about Howard the Duck. What's going on? Yeah, that's Danny. Okay. Danny. I think Howard the Duck maybe was Leah Thompson. Is that why? Yeah, Leah, Leah Thompson is my second love. Um, oh, and, oh. And... Brian, Brian says <laughs> that he fell in love with Mary Stuart Masterson when I saw that movie. I, I mean, can relate to that. She's pretty hot. Um, but the planes, trains, and automobiles. Going back to what you guys were just talking about, he created that based off of one of his own experiences of a weekend that went awry or yeah. whatever. And I remember hearing yeah. that story and going, "Oh my gosh!" That's why I said, "Steve, start writing down these notes." Like this guy took his life and put it into a movie of what he was experiencing. Yeah. Or like, I don't, I don't really think that my life would be that entertaining. I don't know. <laughs> Currently, right now, is entertaining. <laughs> entertaining yeah. for you, maybe. It's not entertaining for me. <laughs> I will start writing notes. <laughs> Holy cow! <sighs> all right all right are we all ready right. jt you are up next well i had to pick two different ones because i wasn't quite sure but um, it's too hard to pick just one i don't know how he right. did it so i'm gonna kind of go down the middle on two of them <laughs> sorry um so i'm gonna do one real quick and then I'm. you're not wrong r2 what? Did I miss what? something? JT's like, wait, what? Well, uh, just they were talking about Mary Stuart Masterson, and I just said, you know what they say about drummers? They know how to bang. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. JT's like, I can't believe I do a show with you. Oh, no. squirrel. Oh, squirrel. Uh, <laughs> Okay. No, not gonna do it again. Do it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. When R two and I have it, when we do our show, we have all kinds of random segments, so it works out. <laughs> We're used to uh, that kind we, of stuff. We are all over the place on this show. I'm having a great time. And again, thanks for the invite. This is fun. Yeah, we really um, are like trains. <laughs> Squirrels and rabbits. True story. Sounds like a, sounds like a movie. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That one's for so, me that goes down the bunny holes. <laughs> so Home Alone was. What one were we talking about? Movie. Oh yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, Home Alone was going to be one of my picks, um, but every I mean, of course, everyone knows what Home Alone is. It has a 
multiple movies and Macaulay Culkin and um, I always felt bad for the kid that got left behind. And, you know, this movie would probably never happen in real life nowadays because of technology. Um, but as a kid, though, it, it made you wonder, like, okay, if I was left at home behind, what would I do? And would this kind of stuff happen? <laughs> and would you order pizza, eat a ton of ice cream? You know, if a bad guy did show up your house, you know, what would you do? And yeah, he, he does all the extremes. <laughs> in this movie, which is fun. And I'm always, a, I was always a big fan of Joe Pesci and seeing Joe Pesci as kind of a stumbling, bumbling bad guy and not like a serious beat you over the head with a phone bad guy um, was pretty fun. So it was, it was a good change for him. And one trivia that I did want to mention with this movie with Joe Pesci, he wanted Macaulay Culkin, which was nine at the time, to be scared of him. Mm -hmm. Every time when, when Macaulay would, when he would see him on set, he would avoid him or give him dirty looks. So they never really spoke on set, and then and he always like would do like weird looks to him, so that Macaulay would always be scared of him. Um, so that way, it was more meaningful during the uh, the shooting of the, mm -hmm. of the uh, scenes, which I thought was pretty funny. Hopefully, they didn't. Hopefully, they made up later, <laughs> and he's not still afraid of him. Uh, so hopefully not these days. <laughs> yeah, and then the other one. Um, old, was Weird Science, another Anthony Michael Hall. That one yeah. was always fun, you know. Guy, two guys make a computer and build a woman. <laughs> and, uh, they hey, did you just pick two? I did. So it was, it was, it was pick a second two, movie, two, not pick two, two more movies. 2.3. Well, fine, I won't say anymore, but it was Weird Science. You're dipping into what I've got left from the scraps. You can do Weird Science. That's all right. That's what she I've, said. I've already got an idea of what I'm going to pick if if Nicole or Archie no. did not pick it. John Candy was also in Home Alone, by the way. So. Yes, he did do a cameo. And of course, right down here in Chicago. He, he did that whole scene improv. Yes, so he did. I remember the, that uh, scene. The polka yeah. guy. Yeah. Polka polka. Polka polka. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of fun actors in that movie. It was just a fun Christmas movie. Did anybody else think when you saw how he arranged his house growing up that you thought, and if somebody tries to get in the house, that's what I'm going to do? Anybody uh, else? I always thought his dad was a part of the mob because that dude had money and he was, he never knew what he did. That dude yeah. was something. Yeah. And uh, the but... only one who knows, well, sadly, has passed away. So, sadly. Yeah. So uh, quick, I was going to say, the other thing about Joe Pesci in that, he had trouble not swearing. Like, when he would get hurt, he would accidentally, like, drop F-bombs when he was doing the frickin' frickin' Oh, I could think of another movie where that got pushed into the R rating for a John Hughes movie just because of the F-bombs that got dropped. Yeah, and that, the whole scene got that movie in R rating. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, as a kid, I was always like, that house is massive. Then again, I mean, they, they had like they had like eight children. Of their yeah. yeah, but you know that? like, I don't think the mom worked. So like, he that did something. Know. Yeah, he, he did something. That that dude was in, involved. He was in sanitation. <laughs> yeah, waste management. Yeah, waste what? management. And then, you know, there's always that, you say that theory about Pierce Bueller being, Imagination. The theory, of, you know, Home Alone was really the the uh, Joe Pesci um, 
was hired to you know rob this house because he was like a, a former mob guy and he had some secrets and um, that's well there's that there's the other theory that uh, kevin uh, kevin grew up to become jigsaw in the saw movies <laughs> you heard that jeez no. <laughs> yeah because that's that's the other thing the stuff that he did to those guys they wouldn't have made it that far he even did it in other houses too, right? Like when they went to another house. When they went to no, he. Uh, it was, oh, it was. He flooded. went to the neighbor's house and it was flooded because they had already yeah. robbed it. Because the one guy, they were called the Wet Bandits. Or the something. Wet Bandits, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm just curious, Jakey. Though you mentioned Weird Science, because I'm just going to mention this. What did you like about Weird Science, or what's some some? Do you have like a really cool, fun trivia fact that you can throw in before we hand this over to R two? Well, you did mention weird science, and of course, I like weird science too. Um, let's see. Uh, no, I guess I really don't say that so in your head. Yeah, that was that was just another fun, funny movie. It was like Robert Downey Jr.'s in it, which is classic. Robert only the only is that what you guys just said? Only the lonely. What? What movie? I said Do Robert you? Downey Jr. was in it. In which one? Only the lonely. What are we talking about? Which movie? Weird science. Oh, duh. Don't ask me why. I thought you said only the lonely. I'm like, only the lonely. My brain was like, only the lonely. Why are you talking about only? Never mind. Never mind. Another good Robert Downey Jr. movie, not done. That's a John <laughs> Candy movie. We're off the rails again. I only had weird science as a backup. I didn't. I didn't make any notes on it. So it was so I excited just, to talk John Hughes. Everything just sounds like a John Hughes film. Everything is amazing. <laughs> John Hughes. <laughs> well, only the lonely is a John Hughes film, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. But I'm thinking of another Robert Downey Jr. movie that I, I will mean, talk about later. Iron Man no. was not a John Hughes film. No, well, we Although all know it could have been. No, it's the one with Aunt May in it. In Italy. Am yes. I right? Correct. <gasps> that, oh, that look. I can I can see her right now. Okay, we're really anybody cool. remember uh, Robert Downey Jr. in uh, the movie Back to School with uh, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> Dude, Robert Downey Jr. was so fun. He was he was hilarious in that movie. Yeah. Like, Derek, get up. You look like the poster boy for birth control. <laughs> I was so happy when he got out of his like low spot in time and was able yeah. to get back up and do Iron Man because yes. and Sherlock Holmes and everything else. Cause, Agreed. Uh, Agreed. He, he deserves all of it. He's such a he's a good person. So yeah. yeah. All right. R2, what is your second pick or your first um, pick? So no, I did my first pick. Okay. Now, just... are you talking about my first second pick or my second second pick? I don't know. I could I also should... do a, a second I... second second pick. Like I think third pick. One, I actually <laughs> um, have a number one, and I actually went with my number one for once, which is the rarest thing that Steve will ever hear from me because I thought I, I, well, I'm not buying it. So I so yeah, the first one I because we had a little debate because was it were we picking directed films or was it written films? So. My first Either one way. was a directed and written one. This one is just written. Um, 
And, you know, Fair. can't say it's not necessarily like one of my top favorites, but it was one I watched a lot as a kid. And that's uh, Great Outdoors. I, it's another one. Okay. Uh, really enjoyed watching as a kid. And, uh, you know, again, love John Candy. Um, you know, he's just he always did a, a great job as playing a, a dad. And then even too, you know, can kind of relate to like, uh, you know, the whole annoyance of uh, in-laws. <laughs> Beavers, I set everything up. What's that? No raccoons. It was raccoons. Yeah, raccoons. <laughs> yeah, the raccoon scene. Um, and then uh, you know, always thought the the ending with the bald headed bear and shooting it in the butt was was hilarious. Um, so you can eat a steak right for dinner and a giant pancake for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could eat a steak that big or even pancakes that big, but. Uh, yeah, that steak scene. Sorry, I was just thinking of. Then all of a sudden, I remembered Uncle Buck and went. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe John Hughes just liked big, like food that was giant size. Yeah. <laughs> like um, eat a food. Well, that and then like the, the bat scene too, where you know, there's there's the bat, and he's like, he, he's like, are you kissing him? Or are you calling him? <laughs> Dan Aykroyd was such a jerk made. in that movie. He I know, was so slimy. Yeah. He was like pro. <laughs> it's like he's so slimy. That was very eighties, though. I mean, like that was like the the thing to be uh, be slimy. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Gordon Gecko. Uh, I guess he, so. he had the big giant cell phone. He was talking on and drove the Mercedes. But he, he, he had he pretended he had money. He just didn't have any money. We didn't have money anymore. Um, that, I don't know why. It's stupidest line, but I was like, he's like, whoa, trees in the parking lot. <laughs> now, if I'm correct, isn't John Kay, this was his first one with John Hughes, right? I think. No, Maybe? planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, ah, okay. I couldn't remember. Was his first. This um, might have been Dan Aykroyd's first. Yeah. Um, actually, he did a cameo in Vacation as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was. Uh, sorry, folks. Park's closed. Moose outside should have told you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. He, as, a main, as a main actor, he was. It was yeah. Like he was playing, yeah. So BB gun. <laughs> this time I didn't throw up on your roller coaster. Again, it's just a, like almost like another experience movie. It's like he knew people where he went to a lake house of every summer and dealt with all the shenanigans yeah it was or like that, nailed it every time yeah. <laughs> or then you know him and dan Aykroyd, they're sitting on out on the, the patio having drinks and they're talking about like what they see and he goes on like this big rant about like industrial waste and things like that john candy's like uh i just see trees <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah a great great movie it, I like the when he, they put him on the jet ski. And that was always fun. So. Yes, I definitely love the jet ski um, scene. That one cracked me up a lot. That did. That was very funny. You bastard! What's he saying? Go faster! <laughs> yep, yep. And you know that's happened to someone, right? So you can relate to that. Like you're yelling something. <laughs> they hear something different. Yeah, it's. he was always good at about doing experiences. Mm -hmm. Great. 
Agreed. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, they called it Great Outdoors because it was a great movie. You want hot that's... dogs? You know what those are made out of? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost like you watched this yesterday. You're quoting it so much. No, I've watched it that much. <laughs> So you mentioned, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite? Because you said you picked something that you that you watch the most, but what is your favorite? Um, Curiosity. You know, I think about it, um, and I think this comes down to more of watching this with family a lot, um, quite a bit. And I just, I think, uh, I always think of that when I do watch it, but it's, it's Christmas vacation. I remember yeah. seeing that at the theater. Um, and, uh, you know, just, that was like, seemed like, a for, for a while, um, growing up, if we ever got together as a family, I mean, it wasn't, you know, didn't even matter what time of year, just like, we always seem to watch that. And like sitting with my dad, my brother, cousins, uncles, aunts, just like everybody cracking up at it. Um, it's definitely we still watch it every Christmas. We make sure to put it on. Yeah. Christmas. And just like I said, uh, overall, it's just, you know, memories, but I would almost say, I think if I was looking at just like the overall movie though, planes, trains, and automobiles too, would be. Wow. You got Thanksgiving and Christmas covered. Um, so that movie is actually uh, my wife's favorite movie. Like one. Uh, Christmas vacation. Yeah, yeah, one one year, one year, like every Christmas, we do like these. This like she likes to have us do these like themed pajamas. Yes, and and one year our theme was quotes from that movie that was on. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Say grace, a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my my mother-in-law. Who says well, say grace? The, she played uh, um she's the voice of Betty Boop. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I love her. Of her. Yeah. Sorry. I inter- I, interrupted somebody because no, I you're fine. Now, I was gonna say my mother-in-law quotes the scene where he gets all blustered and mad at everybody because he got the, <laughs> the Hallelujah. Yeah. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she always does that, so it's funny. Yeah, I would I can't believe you're in my living room right now. <laughs> Love that yeah. Movie. Yeah. And, you know, you've mentioned plane trains and automobiles. That movie kicked off the whole like road trip movies. You wouldn't have Tommy boy. You wouldn't have um, yeah. those movies. If you, if you didn't have that style of movie, no one thought about that. And he, he, he nailed it again. He probably went on a road trip that went wrong. Uh, I'd like to make a special note right now. You mentioned planes, trains, and automobiles, and we mentioned already. And that is, I am so glad John Hughes stuck to his guns, kept the one scene in that made it cool all the way to an R rating from BG to R, <laughs> and kept it because it's like it helped to make the movie helped to make the scene. I'm so glad because you know nowadays, oh, we gotta cut it, we gotta cut it, we gotta gotta trim it down but it's like dude it still feels like an r-rated movie you know and that movie to a degree it, for the most part is family friendly other than that one particular yeah, now, nowadays they cut down movies so they can make more money um, see and that's more- dumb yeah. i'm so glad john hughes stuck to his guns yeah. too great <laughs> i keep thinking about when they're getting a ride from the the farmer guy <laughs> and they're like get their bags in the back and they're like we'll do it and he's like 
No, she might be small, but she's strong. <laughs> maybe come out sideways. Um, she didn't even make a sound. <laughs> yeah. And if you've ever had like a roommate or something, the, sh the bathroom scene where all the towels have been used. Yeah. It's like living with a seven-year-old. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. Those are two must-sees every Thanksgiving and Christmas for me. That's for sure. Like National yeah. Lampoon Christmas Vacation is definitely for, is probably one of my favorite it, on the comedy of Christmas side, one of my favorites and whatnot. So, ah, uh, Steve, are you frozen in carbonite? No, He's just, just checking. <laughs> just checking. Uh, I, I think it's, I think it's your turn now, though. I think it is my turn. I am so excited because my favorite, I actually have to admit, I do rank. I did. I do have a particular favorite overall John Hughes movie. And I was sad because if little Spidey's here, this wasn't supposed to be originally my shirt I was going to wear tonight. I have a tank with my favorite shirt on it and it's missing in action and I'm very sad. Um, but I decided to not destroy my house like Kevin McCollister and just went, oh, look, I'll just wear my Donkey Kong shirt. So. <laughs> My favorite, yes, I do have a favorite, uh, for, from John Hughes, wrote and directed by, comes from 1985. And if you even hear the song by Simple Minds, you can probably immediately think of this particular movie. The movie that has, yes, sir, the princess, the brain, the basket case, the athlete, and the criminal, none other than the Breakfast Club. Um, it has always been, even when I was little, like, yes, I loved Pretty in Pink. Yes, I loved 16 Candles. But for some reason, Breakfast Club was always one of my favorites. Um, and I just always understood it when I would be watching other shows. It's funny because I've seen other shows like ER one time did a spook, like did an episode where they kind of did the Breakfast Club within an episode, but not, you know what I mean? So it's a lot of other shows and movies have kind of taken it from that. Um, I really love this movie. I love the characters. I mean, they are the brat pack. Um, the movie did very well at the box office. And again, when I hear the song by Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me, I immediately start thinking of the movie. And then I have to go watch the movie because I can't stop thinking about it. I have to watch it. Um, like... Home Alone, I don't think it could be done nowadays because we're too busy doing this. We're too busy on our phones and you wouldn't be able to have those really good in-depth conversations that they had. Um, absolutely loved Molly Ringwald, Judd Nelson, um, Andy Michael Hall, of course, is in it, um, Emilio Estevez. Um, I also liked uh, Paul Gleason in it, uh, who was the, the principal of Vernon. Um, you know, you got to get the bull by the horns, y'all. He I always did that when he said, like, two. He's like, yes. Two weeks. <laughs> From their conversations to the dance scenes. Um, just, you know, and Rick, while it's made the, the janitor. Janitor was, was fun. The janitor, the janitor was the valedictorian of this class. Yeah, right. he was. A janitor. I know he all of your secrets. He did. He knew all your secrets. He was going right through it all. And I loved Judd Nelson's look. Um, fun trivia, of course, is that um, 
the actors and actresses actually went out into schools and kind of reminded themselves of what school is like for those who weren't in it. Judd Nelson, including, who, of course, made some really cool friends again to some trouble. Go figure. Um, I love I want to do some quotes real quick because I love Allie. Uh, you know, yeah, the basket case, but she really is a really cool character. Uh, you do everything everyone tells you to, and that is a problem. And I love that, that sometimes that's what we do, even to this day. Yes, it's an 80s movie, but it's iconic, and it's a state with me. Of course, we already talked about it. Don't mess with the bull. You'll get the horns. Um, and, of course, Anthony Michael Hall, you know, can you just can you describe the ruckus? What's the ruckus? was the ruckus i love that i love i love how they just interacted and the characters just really really worked well together um even though i heard behind the scenes judd nelson wasn't so nice to molly ringwald but i think that was probably because of the method acting he was trying to do you know to keep that character to make her not like him but yet like him you know like just enough maybe yeah Um, Yeah. but i just love the breakfast club it's so good um, of it course, is. again, a good one. done at Sherman High School, also done in another abandoned uh, high school, which is very smart by John Hughes. Um, this particular movie, though, it is just it's such a good coming of age, but at the same time, so relatable even to now. Um, the, again, the basket case, of course, being the underdog. And of course, Claire, who, we, you know, everyone's like, oh, she's the princess. She has everything. And she goes, no, I don't. You know, and then the guys, of course, calling her out and or the athlete. And I guess I, I think everybody to a degree can kind of understand one of the characters or I can identify with them. And, of course, Emilio Esteva is just fantastic as the athlete. And I just love this movie. It's just so, so good. Ah, uh, yes. I don't know about y'all. But I thought it was hilarious when, uh, when, when Ali Sheedy's character says the reason she's there, she didn't have anything better to do. Yes. Well, and I heard thinking about Ali, she, the, the the character who played Ali Sheedy, um, she had said um, she wasn't too actually happy that they actually made over the character at the end because she should you should accept it or for the way she was, yeah. you know. Yeah. Even though that's what it took for him to go, oh, that's what's there. That's what's there. I mean, because let me just be honest. Some of us. We don't have it all together when we're high school, and then all of a sudden we do what's now modernized as the glow up, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I didn't know she was like that. Use filters. Like, oh, I didn't know he was like that, or she was like that. So even Are Anthony you? Michael Hall did a glow up. Holy, I mean, years later, I was like, that's him. He yeah. is. Like, he he also got. I mean, he got taller than Judd Nelson and like buffed up, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even recognize yeah. it. You know, so yeah. this movie is yeah. very reasonable. Very good. It was going to be my pick, but you asked for it. so I, I, I know. Thank you for switching with me. I was <laughs> I, well, originally, so we were supposed to. Well, I'm so glad we finally got to do this John Hughes movie. I've been waiting patiently, haven't I, Steve? Man, we have been planning this one for, it seems like a year. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm glad we were able here. to join you. Yeah, not we were, I don't think we were even a channel a year ago. So. No, no, no. <laughs> I have not been on here a year yet. Okay, but we, well, it for sure feels like a year since we've been planning this. 
In the no. club, in Breakfast Club was my original pick, and I'm like, uh, I don't care whatever else y'all pick, but I want Breakfast Club. This was me from day one. I want Breakfast Club because it it was it it's the rare time that I actually go, okay, I have a favorite, and it's even harder because it's like when you got National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, you got Home Alone, you got Pretty in Pink, you got some kind of wonderful, you got all these amazing movies, and it's like, how do you pick just one? But for some odd reason. This is the one that always comes back to me. This is the one I hear the song and I have to go see. Like right now we're talking about it and the high chances are either tonight or tomorrow I'm going to watch it because now I want to watch it because it's just yeah. a good movie. And the laughter and the fun. And I just wish teenagers could be able to understand what that feels like. Like what that feels like to be with just a few people in detention on a Saturday morning with none of your electronics, you know, and then having to be there and have those conversations, you know, and see the friendships that, you know, could ensue. Well, they were, they were kind of like that too. They just didn't, they didn't, they saw each other. They just didn't want to talk to each other in the hallways or, you know, they right. were doing their own thing. They were listening to maybe a headphones or something. They were into their oh, own right. worlds. But they, right, but we mean, have phones the way we do now. We don't have like the electronics like we do now. They had electronics, yeah. but they didn't have like what we have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was, I was, I, one thing I took from that movie was even though they had different worlds, they had similar problems. Either yes. with their parents or, you know, their life at school. And when they right. were talking moving to problems. each other, in moving problems. Yep. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they realized, well, we're not that much different, you know, mm -hmm. even though, you know, one does this and one does the other. So, yeah. That was cool. You know, Fender. Fierce Real would have got out of that detention, though. He oh, my gosh. Yeah. He would have oh an empty chair. And they'd be like, what's up with Fierce, man? What the <laughs> I always thought that the, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but the, the guy who played the principal, if they ever had done a live action oh. Simpsons, he would have been an amazing principal Skinner. Yeah. Ah. He was a good actor. I always liked yeah. Yeah. the stuff he was in. Paul Gleason. Really good. Yeah, yeah Paul, Paul Gleason. That's right. Um, and you know Emilio, he 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 was pretty big at that time. I think he was one of the biggest actors on that show. Right. That well, movie. him he was doing um the he had done the Saint it's either Fire. Or, right. Well, Saint Elmo's Fire came after this, if I'm correct. But he had also he done with Bruce Patrick Swayze another '80s movie, The Outsiders. Um, yeah, Emilio was um already kind of on the up uh, because he did. Um, uh, young guns a little later, so yep. he, yep. he was probably the. So. <laughs> Danny's like Emilio. Yeah, I was gonna do that, but I didn't want to blow people's speakers out. So, but I mean, yeah. and at some point, of course, I think he dated Paul Abdul and all that stuff. Yeah, Ma yeah. and uh, um, one of them was on that. Was that short circuit movie? Ali, Ali Sheed was yeah, in the was in Ali Sheed, yeah. But, but was that, that was the Brat Pack because they did yeah, this before. movie and then they did, um, I think Elmo's, um, it's Elmo's Fire. Everybody called them the Brat Pack because they, you know, everything but I think, I don't think Molly Ringwald wasn't in it. But let me tell you, Molly Ringwald is still like, she was the queen, I feel like, the princess of of teen movies and, and to some degree she kind of still is except as the mom like she's done the kissing booth she's done 
you know, other movies even to this day that I'm just like, dude, she's a great actress and she's still, she's still yeah, killing it. Emilio. So oh, you know what? Up. You know what Ali Sheedy did before this? She did uh, War Games. Yes. Yeah. With Fury. Yeah. Well, John Hughes called Molly Ringwald his muse. Yes. Um, you know, she was yeah, special. She, she really liked her. Yeah. I was going to say, Ali Sheedy also had a cameo in Home Alone 2. She's the ticket attendant when he gets to New York. Right. Oh, she my went, God. Yeah. New yeah. York, sir. Yeah, they, it seemed like though those a lot of those rap, those Brad Pack cat actors all had a little rough patch, and then they were able to yeah. get out of it. Um, nowadays, you you have actors who get rough patches and they just disappear, you know. So it was it was it's always good to see that those guys are all doing stuff again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ugh. love love parks. Man, and I, you know, Ali Sheedy's almost sixty years old. I don't try to think about that. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all up in they're those. Up. Oh, you know what? I think she was also in the original Made in Manhattan too before J Lo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So here here's some Ali Sheedy trivia for you. What was the last? What was her last theatrical role? Made in Manhattan. It, it was a cameo. Home Alone two. Home Alone. <laughs> Much, much newer than that. The year is 2016. Ooh. I'm not sure. X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, really? Cool. Didn't even she, think about that. She, she does a cameo as Scott Summers' teacher. Okay. Interesting. I barely remember that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I try to forget it, too. <laughs> well, there's that other one that came out right after, which no one remembers. The, the New Mutants? No. Well, oh, Dark that. Phoenix? Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that was. Those are both sheety movies. That was. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you would Thank you. Good night. The, you would put that in the. You would, R2, you would put that in the chat if you were in the chat and yeah. would die laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. And that's why we missed you. And that's why we had a welcome back stream for you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Gotcha. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Good all, all right. good movies. John Hughes. Yeah. Bre a, Breakfast Club was a was a great movie. Okay. Um, great. we gotta do the dance though. What what do I have left? Uh let's see. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff actually still left. Um uh, <laughs> my second pick, I'm gonna go with a really early one. This was oh. not his first movie. She's having it was, it was his second movie. Um, he was he did not direct it. He only wrote it. Um, this is the 1983 film, Mister Mom. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yes, that's such a good yeah. one. I just watched it last week. Yeah. That's a that's a good for uh, I, oddly does not take place in Chicago. Nope. Nope. And it takes place in Detroit. I was one when that came out. <laughs> I was zero when that came out. I was. Uh, I'm not, not going to say because I've already <laughs> dated myself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, 
Michael Keaton playing the uh, laid off uh, automobile engineer. Yep. And uh, he ends up becoming a stay at home dad. Yep. Uh, yeah. And this was an early role for him. This was only like his uh, third or fourth yeah. film. <laughs> was another <laughs> 220, 221, whatever it takes. He was such a good. Well, you sound like a really handy guy. (laughs) Not my wooly, not my blankie. I love that. Where's your mom? Vacuum cleaner. You mean Jaws? Your mom? I think Mr. Mom and Uncle Buck were like friends and they just were horrible at doing housework. Or them playing poker. Oh my gosh, the poker games, throwing in the coupons. Yeah. I watched that movie. Yeah, he though, made friends like, with all the housewives. And it yeah, was like yeah. super when friendly. I, when I watch that movie, though, I do wonder I'm like, was the 80s that fuzzy? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how Vision was back then? I don't know, for, for some of us. Uh... Let's ask Wanda. He was around. Sorry. But. Uh, with... Continue, Steve. Sorry. So, well, this one had a uh, had an appearance, uh, a very small role uh, for uh, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, remember, he plays uh, he plays Larry, one of his carpool buddies. Oh, that's right. Who also gets laid off. Yes, um, and he's like, like trying to get the guy on the desk. Like, I'm gonna take you down. Yeah. There's only one, one more thing I need. There's only one more thing I need. Disability. <laughs> doesn't that movie kind of relate to like the last two years though? Like yes. um, yes, everyone kind of had to work from home or got laid off and they were right. all trying everyone, to deal with right. you know good perspective. Home. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, very no, I was working at home already when everybody went started working from home. Yeah. <laughs> so that was weird. Um, I always felt like that was that movie always kind of felt like um, almost like a prequel to another Michael Keaton movie where he works in the auto industry, Gung Ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost like he's playing the same guy in the beginning. Um, yeah, but no, Mr. Mom's another good one to watch. Yeah, Schooner Tuna. <laughs> Tuna. Oh, all the people, like all the other executives she works with, like they're <laughs> all like. What's the one actor's like, name? Weasels. And later. The which act? Who? Um, the boss. The the. Oh, Martin Mall. Yeah. Who was Martin Mall? Who played uh, Leon on Roseanne? Yes. Yes. But this was, I think, the first film I think I ever saw him in before. Yeah. And it was Colonel Mustard and Clue. Yeah, that's right. He's such a good. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's, he's always good at playing kind of that uh, bad character. Yeah, Mr. Mom. Well, was, was he like ironing pizza or something? That was the grilled cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you reheat it? Are you crazy? I've, I've, Is that a baby chili? Yeah, I've told my wife multiple times that I'm going to try that one day, and she's like, "No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in foil. You'll be fine." Yeah. 
staples the uh, staples the blanket together. Yeah, the as good as new. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end though, he cleans it all up like he's like perfect. He's you know he's, he's he gets almost... his act right. He gets yeah. his act together and figures it out and just like Uncle Buck. Just like Uncle. Well, he's, hey. he's watching all like the soap operas too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny brought up the soap opera dream sequence. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, and doesn't his wife though? Doesn't she? Because she's on, she goes on like a trip, right? Like a right. And she and her boss tries to hit on her, and and she like she I can't remember what comes from that. And then she comes home, and she's like, I'm. She changes her career. I can't remember something. Also, well, she quits her. though. Yeah, she yeah. she quits, yeah. but her idea of um, or no, they they filmed that commercial. That's what it was. She yeah, went to LA it, to film the commercial because she it was all the her idea, idea to lower the price of the tuna. Right. And um and it was like such a big success, uh, but she quits. And he yeah. gets his job back though. Isn't that what, what happens? Yeah. He gets right. Out. And then he's uh, yeah, and I think like maybe he does a little bit more at home and he understands, yeah. you know, what yeah. See, yeah. Um that that's I think that's what happened with a lot of people in the last two years. Yeah. Yes. That, the real yeah. story is the friends we made along the way. Yes. Well, that too, and yeah, when he thinks that she cheated on on him or something like that, and then he's like, he's trying to rationalize it, and he's talking about his kids. He's like, I can't think of their name, but he's like, the one would be cool. The other one would tell on me. <laughs> True. <laughs> Steve, did you have any other favorite moments from Mr. Mom? Um. Oh man, I don't know. I think the uh, the grocery store scene when he's uh, when he bumps into the lady and he's like, "Here, settle out of court." Throws the food at her. <laughs> or, or yeah, no, no, no. The one when he's uh, he's dropping them off at school and they're all yelling, at, "You're doing it wrong! You're doing it wrong!" And he's like, "I know what I'm doing." And he pulls up and rolls down the window, and the crossing guard's like, "Hey, you're doing it wrong." <laughs> Have you yeah, seen the newer movie called um, um, Daddy's Home, where Mark Wahlberg is like a dad, and he's doing the same type of thing. Like, he takes him to the school, and he, he kind of, like, roughs up. The, he kind of gets aggressive with the teachers at the, at the parking garage, or the parking. No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, Daddy's Home is kind of a similar movie. I mean, where he has to, like, deal with kids. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the one with Will Ferrell? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've seen that one. Like, they're divorced or something. He has to, and he comes back to kind of like help with the family, try to get back in good graces or whatever. And he ends up, um, I won't ruin it, but it, it's a fun one too. Just almost similar, almost. <laughs> you lost Nicole. Yeah. No, I'm still here. I'm reading. Um, no. By the way, there are some really cute, good quotes in the chat there, R2. I was reading. Yeah, cute coat uh, quotes are too. Good quotes. Cute. Diaper. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Wait, was that a quote from that? I thought Danny was talking smack. I was like, "Hey, like, right? Hey. Weren't we quoting?" It's like, "Hey, I change diapers and clean dishes." Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something Mr. Mom would say. I wasn't. Never mind. Never mind. Lots of excitement. Yeah. Good pick, Steve. Good yeah. Job. yeah. Um, yeah. John Hughes had a lot of good good stuff. 
this was a lot of fun. Yeah. He I, there's a documentary about him. I don't know if you've seen it. Someone did a doc documentary about his whole um filmology and, and why he left Hollywood stopped doing Hollywood and um and everything. I can't remember the name of it. I'm gonna look it up real quick, but it, it it's a really interesting documentary about his life and what he I just didn't I like just about Hollywood. So I just wonder if he's still here with us what it would be like. He was a good director. Yeah. Have any of you guys seen the movie Dogma? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's that sequence where Jay and Silent Bob are talking about John Hughes and they they traveled to Shermer, Illinois just to realize that it wasn't actually a, a real place. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, so it's called Don't You Forget About Me. It's a John oh. Hughes oh, nice. um, <laughs> documentary. You... Um, I'm not sure where you can watch it. Um, it doesn't say on IDMB, but it, I'll put it in the in the private chat. But it's um, called "Don't You Forget About." It came out in 2009, and it is it is about his um, his filmology and why he made the movies and you know, what he went through. Um, I haven't watched it in a while, but I do remember that it was. I'm gonna put a link to it in the show notes. There it was a, a really. There's a website for it. Yeah, I think so. Um, it doesn't show where to watch it, but I mean, it's it talks about you know why he left Hollywood, and that whole part of it was very interesting. I don't remember what it was. What unfortunately, it's not coming to my memory, but um, I do remember that where um, uh, they they go into that because he just you know kind of mysteriously just left. And stop doing those. Well, you, yeah. you can you can buy it on uh, Amazon for thirteen dollars on DVD. Hmm. So, hopefully, you get a watch. I think I saw it. Like, on I'll find it. We'll find something. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got that good... in my head again. Like I just got rid of it. Like we just went from. <laughs> Don't you think about me, dude, Mr. Mom? And now I'm like, crap. Well, you know, there's also that um, Biggie Smalls and P. Diddy version. Don't you forget about me? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing like the original. Something like. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, had a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you again for inviting us. This was yeah. This thank was you fun. so much. I, I enjoyed the music um, intermissions, I guess you would call them. They were Musical fun. interludes. <laughs> Let's say, I guess that's what makes it the Rogue One Radio, right? Yeah, it's been, been kind of a staple for the show. For... What kind of rogues around here, if you can't tell? Rogue squirrels. Well, rogue maybe next time, if you rogue. invite us, me and R2 can send you some of our music and you can, you can play it. Well, I've already played yeah, my I, own music on I here, so I don't see it on my little radio. <laughs> Oh, can you just the do the boombox? You should do what's the movie? Um say let's say anything. Let's say anything. I just watched that last week. I was on that, some random uh, cable channel. That seems like that could have been a John Hughes movie, but that was Cameron Crowe. Yeah. Correct. Correct. I feel like St. Elmo's Fire could have been John Hughes, but that was actually Joel Schumacher. Oh yeah, that's right. He did direct that. Yeah. That's somebody else that passed away recently too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Childhood's dying every day. 
Don't, don't. Just, we're not, no, Jeez. we're not. Ending. Morbid we're not, ending. We're not ending on gloom. So no, just, no. Oh, what? hey, uh, used and abuse said it's showing on Pluto TV for free. Cool. Oh, there you go. Very cool. Just check curious. it out if you. Yeah, check it out if you can. It's a good documentary. I, I do remember it being like, whoa, like I didn't know that about him. Or um, he, they do go into why he kind of left. And Danny says that she love, love, dogma. I'm guessing loves dogma. She yeah, loves dogman. <laughs> love dogma. <laughs> yeah, that that's uh, that's actually one of my favorite movies. I actually really like that movie. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so what? You, you could what? say John Hughes and um, is it one of our one of the old great writer directors that we don't really get anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Old. That's old Hollywood. Um, we yeah. still have some of those actors around. Top Gun, Tom Cruise, yeah. and I think us. They're slowly getting smaller. Um, the amount of that, um, and it's pretty sad. So. Yeah, I mean, I can't really. Molly Ringwald's still doing pretty good. Amelia was in Game Changers last year, but not. He decided to walk yeah, away. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. The new, the new upcoming actors. They don't have that old Hollywood. Right. Where right. they're kind of a mystery. You kind of know, um, you know a little too much about them. Um, right. And well, it, we don't really have any creators kind of like that. I, I mean, I'm not saying he's the same as it, but like in terms of kind of making screenplays and directing, like, like making films, I mean, at least being a creator, like maybe kind of the last person that kind of did something where they were making a lot of similar quality films that everybody loved would be like Judd Apatow. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I can't really think of anybody else kind of like yeah, that, 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 did movie, that they're doing movies like that. Um, it's very true. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm so excited about Top Gun. Cause I feel like I was going to say before we begin to Steve wraps this up for us here, what, Obviously, I've already alluded to what you guys are doing next week, but you can give us another detail where people can find you and what time. I'll let R2 do that. I'll let him. Uh, okay. Well, you can find us at After the Weekend. Uh, just search it for as one word. That's the best way to find our channel. Uh, but yes, next Monday, uh, May 30th at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, we will be reviewing Top Gun. Um, this was uh, Maria's pick, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, who and uh, it'll be the three of us. Uh, we might have a guest, but most likely it's just going to be us three, which is fine. Uh, so hopefully you can uh, come over and watch it uh, talk about Top Gun. Yes. And I. Will yeah, we're super excited. We have a some special. Something special to show off. So yeah. And Top Gun is currently on Netflix, just so anybody's in the chat. I own it. Uh, Netflix, <laughs> Paramount Plus, you can watch it. Um, it's been all over because of the new movie. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I, I try to watch that movie once a year. <laughs> really? Yep. You, you like it that much, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't ruin anything for our feet, our, our stream. So yeah. <laughs> for as much as this was Maria's pick, he's, I think he's dying to talk about this more than Maria. 
Like, I think he's going like, yes, it's like I get a two for I don't have to waste a pick on this. True. <laughs> True. There's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 no. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, that's what we got going on. Sweet. And, uh, Fantastic. Cool. All right. Well, again, thanks for uh, coming on. And um, yeah. thank you so very much. Thanks Nicole, for coming, what, what? chat. That was great. You guys yeah, were thank fun. you. So. Yeah, thanks to everybody in the chat for coming in and hanging out with us and engaging. Go buy Rogue One merch. <laughs> yes, go buy our stuff. <laughs> I should probably Everybody do that. Make sure to hit like, subscribe, and share this video share, too. Rewatch, you know, do all share. the cool stuff. Come hang out with us on the Twitters. Yeah. That too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Nicole, what are we doing next week? I don't know if we've decided which way we're going to take this because. Well, you know, this Friday is the uh, premiere of Obi Wan Kenobi. And Stranger Things. I'm excited. It's a great time. I cannot wait. And if you guys can believe it, of course, I mean, Miss Marvel actually comes out tomorrow. I feel bad because I feel like Miss Marvel, they should have just left Obi Wan for yesterday, for tomorrow. Because yeah. I feel like Miss Marvel is getting buried. We're not even talking about it. But if you're interested, Miss Marvel comes out tomorrow. But well, I'm maybe excited. maybe we'll do a uh, maybe we'll like a do a two for episode, like kind of a so split Miss Marvel Obi Wan Kenobi thing. I've seen far more advertising for Obi Wan than I have Miss Marvel. I totally forgot that that was coming yeah, out. Yeah, so did I. I feel bad because it's like they did this. They made this decision. We have Star Wars coming up. Stranger Things is pushing, man. I'm so excited for Stranger Things. And it's like Miss Marvel. And then all of a sudden the other day I was like, oh, that's right. Miss Marvel's coming out. Like there was like this moment, right? I'm like they had maybe made the announcement about Thor, Love and Thunder. And I was looking something up and went, oh, that's right. Miss Marvel's coming out. Oh, Miss Marvel's coming out. It's like I forgot. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it does better. As, as DB said, Ms. Marv. Well, yeah. I think she's having trouble typing. So <laughs> maybe she's had something to drink. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, you know, I, you know, good, good I hope show. it's good. It's not something I'm excited for, but you know, one Obi Wan or Stranger Things. I was talking about Ms. Marvel. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm Stranger Things. Stranger I, I I am looking forward to watching that. That's been really really good. Um, I, I know there's a lot of people out there excited about it, but I've only actually watched the first season, and so I'm just I'm like, okay, new season, cool. Yeah. I don't so, have Netflix, so I don't watch it. I don't. So. And then I have on. Netflix, but I hardly ever watch it. Fair enough. I'm not. I'm not super excited about Obi Wan. Not like out of like disappointment. I'm just not like pumped for it. I'm more of like I'll see. I'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, but probably not as much as I am looking forward to Andor. But that's just me. You know, if KS KS two O is an Andor, I'll be excited to watch it because I love Alan Tudyk. Um, but we all know what happens to Andor. <laughs> That's why prequels yeah. aren't fun. And yeah, there's no stakes. There's no stakes to it. I'm still Only... looking forward to it. But, That's why know. some prequels are just not fun. That's all I'm saying. He ain't going to die on the show, but we know what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll figure Rogue. out what we're going to do next. Thanks year. for ruining it, Rogue. Or me, R2. I called you Rogue because Rogue usually does that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Destroying my fun. <laughs> hey, if you enjoy it and like it, that's all that matters. Yep, that's Don't all. Worry about what I think. Sure. Yeah, I worry you about like what, what he thinks like. all the time. <laughs> all right, so I think that wraps everything up. To um, I've got all your stuff in the show notes, so people Thank can you. come check you guys out. Awesome. Thank you very and, much. And um, joining us, everybody. Make sure you come next week to uh, hear us talk about whatever it is we decide to talk about. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, coming on another episode of uh, Rogue One Radio, and we'll hope to see you again. Bye. Bye.